Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Get It Out. It is wedding season and so we are all trying to find an outfit to go to either our relative's wedding or a friend's wedding. This might be crazy here but probably a week or two ago it was the first time I actually attended a wedding and it was good. It was an experience. I I congratulate congratulate the couple. I went with a friend and while we were there we kinda had started having like conversations about the future and all that stuff and and then one of the questions that came up was like would you get married? And I have very two very different perspectives on this. So when I was younger when the topic of like marriage ever was brought up or when I was with my friends and then they started like planning their their what their where their weddings would be or what their wedding dresses would look like I kind of just excluded myself from like the, the whole conversation the whole narrative just made me kind of uncomfortable and also I didn't really care about marriage that much it wasn't like something that I had to worry about because one was a kid I don't necessarily have to worry about marriage at that time and second it just didn't really interest me all that much and so I kind of like sit sat back and just listened to like whatever they were ranting about and then with my perspective now I don't want to get married at all it's it's something that just doesn't really appeal to me. And the reason why is just the whole idea of marriage. I could go on and on on why I don't like it. But I feel like it's just so outdated. And just more of like this display of affection. Not necessarily for your significant other but more of a display of affection for the world or for your relatives or your friends to see that you truly love this person it's not necessarily what it used to be and the whole like process the ringing engagement and then the papers and changing your last name personally I never want to change my last name for anyone and my reason why is because of my mom so a little short story but one time I noticed that my mom never changed like her last name wasn't the same as my dad's last name and so that I just like became curious and then I asked my mom oh why did you never change your last name and her answer always stuck with me she always said that I'm never a man's property so she doesn't need that title on her name and that always stuck with me I'm like I'm gonna take that with me and so I'm just gonna go the same route she did and I'm like I'm not, I don't want to change my last name my name is my name and it's just unique to me and so conflicted with his point of view of whole marriage of course I'm gonna go into this topic with more research than just as well as experience and from what I've seen growing up with marriages I'm also going to do research and the first thing that I noticed was 
marriage rates are plummeting, are rapidly decreasing. And as I was doing my research on this, I was reading an article by Spectrum News One written by Christian Mazor. And she says, a new study by the National Center for Family and Marriage Research shows U.S. marriage rates dropped nearly 60% over the last 50 years. We go from this idea that marriage is kind of this fundamental and like necessary point in life to just people absolutely throwing throwing it away and just rejecting it. And the whole, like, as time went on, marriage, that the whole, like, definition of marriage has kind of changed in a way, which can probably explain why those rates are decreasing. And for the last 50, 100 years, marriage has looked very, very, the whole concept of marriage has looked very, very different. Women, historically, they married for economic purposes. Women weren't allowed in workplaces or it was hard for them to actually financially be stable. So the only solution was to marry rich. And it wasn't to quiet down the people in the back that saying those people are gold diggers. It was the only way to survive. Gold diggers, they do whatever they want to do. But this is what women had to survive. And men married to be connected to children. Not to make that sound like a weird, creepy way, but like to have children. Women looked for wealthy men for to provide. And this has come from that heteronormative like perspective. Because that's what like his society and just history has written. To provide for her kids and for herself. But as time has changed, women, that whole, now with careers being just this huge part of, like, life now, women are now looking, when it comes to partners, women are looking more than just, like, a bunch of zeros on a paycheck. They are looking for emotional maturity, their loyalty, kindness, ambitions, like all there's a whole list of traits and and must-haves that different to each person and choosing who to marry is also different from 50 years ago too like example gay couples are now getting married compared to 50 years ago which like at the time they were denied denied the right to be married the idea of marriage is also very very different the roles of parents because what it used to be was women, as much as I hate saying it, were seen as the housewife and like supposed to be at home and just cleaning and taking care of the kids. That was just her main role. And then men were the ones that went to work and did the, the hard work or whatever. But now women can actually make their own money and can be the the main person that gets the money and then men now which fortunately are now expected or like the growing expectation that they're supposed to be in their kids lives 
that that not they're just supposed to be going to work, showing up, drinking a beer, and then heading to sleep. Now they're actually expected, hey, maybe take your son to his soccer game or like be there for your son when like they're they need it when they need your support or whatever. And as well as the idea of marriage as this necessary event to have a fulfilling life is also dying, which I'm glad it is because there's so many, not every person's mission in life is to find like a soulmate or to be married. And many aspects of what marriage is supposed to be has changed as well. So after research, I want to know why are people not getting getting married anymore? And there's many reasons, but the first one is traditional marriages, like the reasons for it are dying. Like I said, from that normative perspective, because that's what history has just been written in, women marry for the economic purpose of financial stability and men to have children. But as well as people now can dedicate their careers, dedicate their life to having a career and having a fulfilling career and a lifelong career as well. They, they take their job and their success more seriously than finding some a partner. There's also, which I really, for example, me, I very, I hold my career to a very high level and kind of put that category of like relationships and just finding love or being married, that whole concept probably a couple notches down. Also, my personal biggest thing is that you can be, people are not getting married because you can be in love and be devoted to somebody without being married. Some don't want to be married because of fears that could happen after marriage or they don't want to have that whole public display that they two people actually love each other and personally and then as well as avoiding the hassle of the whole marriage process for example the engagement buying a ring that you make sure both of you like and then this getting the state involved and doing all the paperwork and the expenses and dealing with the in-laws and and all that hassle people just probably don't want get that all involved and just rather avoid the entire process and just be the two together and personally I don't want to get married because I don't like the negative energy that comes with a wedding. For example, dealing with in-laws that probably approve or don't approve of you and and the whole judgment that comes with the wedding. When you're at a wedding, whether you're doing it consciously or not, you're already judging the venue, the the bride and the groom, or whoever are the two people involved, and like the setting of the table, and then whoever's suit or dress they're wearing, like oh, it's not so flattering on her, and and then whoever was invited, I'm like oh she was invited, like who who invited her, and then all like this judgment and criticism, not that 
it's like it can have such a heavy toll on the two people that are getting married and also a fear of bad pictures that's probably personally my thing I'm like afraid of getting like a bad picture like paying a lot of money for a photographer and then just coming back with the photos looking like an absolute like pig that's probably my worst fear but those are my personal reasons on why I wouldn't want to get married and not to say that marriage is a whole like no no zone and just like absolutely like down the trash I don't want anything to do with it there I think there's pros and cons to being married and I'm gonna start with pros of being married and the first one it's the benefits that come with marriage starting with like the legal benefits and I was surprised by the research that I did and apparently the first one is marital tax reductions there's social security benefits with Medicare, disability, veterans, military, and pension benefits. Uh, there's the ARA, and if you don't know what AIR, sorry, not ARA, IRA, it stands for the Individual Retirement Account. And what you can do with that account once you're married is that you can contribute to your spouse's account, or let's say your spouse passed away you can the, the spouse that passed away their retirement account can influx into the money from their account can influx into yours or you can just take the entire account or have control of their account as well and with health insurance like if you two are married you can have the same family rate and if you're kids you can also have the rate for your kids as well and not that's the whole list of just legal benefits there's also emotional benefits and statistics apparently say that married individuals live longer, they have increased serotonin levels and lower rates of depression and lower stress levels. And this is all with a good marriage. This is all with the possibility of a good marriage. Another one is that you have a partner by your side. So I think we've all grown up with that idea that when you meet the one it's forever life to life and death like banga be by your side arms linked and we're gonna go at it together you know and in some in some cases it, i've seen it to be true you go through life at it together you have support on t both ends you have your spouse's support and your spouse has your support and just vice versa and and the whole like when you're getting married the sickness and in health and then for richer or poorer and like this whole thing and then you both have the ups and downs of life but you're go both going at it together and then I think that's like the pro of marriage that in a way you're fulfilling that idea that like the happy idea of like two people coming together and the third one is the celebration of unity. Even all of, like with the bad things of like the whole marriage like ceremony and the party and all that stuff. But like having a, like a nice ring to like, hey, yeah, I, I'm married. And then like the whole party, getting your your friends and your family and then all the people that you love in a like in a celebration of two people coming together, coming together and the whole ceremony and then 
you guys getting to dress up in whatever suit or dress you're wearing and then and then the whole nine yards and the cake and the dancing and all that I think that the whole like stereotypical wedding I think it's I think a con like that celebration of unity, unity that two people finally are fully committing to this lifelong journey now with the cons and the first one is just divorce just straight out the bat we all know the statistic that 50 percent of all marriages end in divorce i think it's very very scary that people that don't the con of marriage is that there's a pos yes you have probably loved this person for maybe a couple like six eight months or a year or however many years and you're like so in love with this person that you you say you want to dedicate your life and then let's say it just you like kind of like take a note that I will be with this person forever and then there's that chance that just small chance that this might not work I think scares a lot of people and if it if you do get married and then end up in a divorce you kind of I I mean I've never been in divorce I've never been married and so I think if I was in that situation I would probably question like why did I do this in the first place was that all in my head was it all just a short-term thing it's just that whole chance of the 50 50 chance of it of your marriage not working out I think scares a lot of people and is very sad in the end when you two say you love each other and just end up kind of going separate ways number two is being legally bind to somebody I think not only with the legal pressures of like taking care of someone both of you are in control of your financial situations and being like expected to be responsible with it and there's some that aren't necessarily responsible with money and the whole idea of just like you two are forever and like no one else and then of course, the loyalty is, like, the biggest thing. And personally, loyalty is, like, one of the biggest things for me. The chance that you feel like you're kind of stuck in this cage. And there's, like, this lack of independency. Not necessarily of, like, freedom. And also, like, a little side note. The people, like, the day before they get married and, like, they go to, like, strip clubs or whatever. I would... If... If my spouse, if, like, my fiancé did that, the wedding will not be happening the next day. I think that's, like, some bullshit. As their last day of freedom. Just, that grosses me out. Anyways. And so that feeling of being, like, trapped down or just tied down and just, like, kind of, like, handcuffed into, like, this, this space. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on people that it leads them to to have affairs and it just like 
they can't stand anymore. They have to be. It's not that they want to be in an affair. It's that pressure that leads them to be into an affair, which both still is not okay. You both took an oath. You say you were committed, and you you're like you say that you're loyal, and then you end up doing this action, which is still wrong. But it's just what people do. Sadly. But also, it is scary to be, like, legally bind to somebody. But I don't know. Um, there's the pressure of having children. Let's say you're, like, I think there's a, always that idea, like, after two people are married, they're expected to have children either right after or maybe, like, a couple months of being married. And either that's... A pre- like a pressure that's coming from you, the idea of you, or it could be you're from a pressure that's coming from your spouse, whether they want to have kids or and you don't, and then you feel so pressured to have kids, and then you end up having kids and you're like, I still don't want this, and then you're just like trapped in this for the rest of your life. Or, you know how it always goes, the in-laws expect to have grandchildren, and like, oh, when are you going to have kids? And like, I want grandchildren running around, like, ugh whatever those, and then you feel that pressure from both of you to have and, like, please your parents and all that stuff. The pressure of having kids is so scary. And personally, I would never want to have kids. Like, I've been asked, you don't ever get baby fever? No. No. Like, I work, when I work and, like, I see, like, a a kid come in, I'm like, no. especially I can't stand with like kids that come in just like absolutely make a mess in a store it just makes like I just think to myself like this would be a great commercial for birth control like just like can someone please be recording this what's that one um like that show that recorded people like doing like make sure they were being having good integrity, I don't know, it was like, they were recording, and then, like, once, like, they did a bad thing, or, like, a good thing finally happened, like, a guy with, like, a mic would come out, I don't know what the show is called, but it's kind of like that, I would just wish, like, this would be a good birth control commercial, but children are just not in my, it's not written in my faith, it's not written in my destiny, or whatever, I just, it's not for me. And fourth of the last one for cons is the whole engagement expenses. It's so, so expensive. A wedding is so, so expensive. And I'm coming from a perspective from like going to Mexican parties because Mexican parties are through the roof, like quinceañeras, let's start with quinceañeras for a minute, just a little short thing, quinceañeras are so expensive, the venues, the dress, the, the, the food, the, the, there's just, what else, um, the whole setup, there's the music, there's the gifts, there's, and then how long you're doing the whole thing, it's just, there's so many, and, like, it, you put so many, like, thousands of dollars as sometimes, like, quinceañeras are, whatever you paid for, 
is probably the, sometimes the equivalent of buying a used car. And we're talking about maybe like twenty to 30000 Like that's how expensive Kitini is. And now when it comes to weddings, up that, that increase the money a little bit more and it's through the roof. And I was reading this article and that's just on like Mexican parties. This is, I haven't been to an American party or like a white, whatever. Yeah. But I read this article. It was an article by Andrew Hurst. And he did, it was like an, based on like states averages on how much people spend in a wedding, a couple spend in a wedding. And the average cost of a wedding in the U.S. in 2020 was $20,300. Again, almost a used car. And just, this just blows my mind. And per guest, like the average U.S. cost per guest is $307. Yes, you might love your relatives, but for like in one hour, two hours you're going to spend for them to just probably like sit, grab a bite, dance, and then leave. You're going to spend three over $300. That's crazy to me. And also, think about 300, over $300 and sometimes you're inviting people you don't even like. Like, there's going to be people that are, like, judging you and just being all this, like, internally negative stuff. And then you're paying three, you're kind of get just handing over over $300 to them. It sounds insane to me. In the whole just, like, over $20,000, you, if you're just getting married, probably... I would probably use that money. Maybe, like, have a little party or whatever. I'm fine with that. Just, like, a little ceremony with you, your close friends, your close family. Have, like, a nice little party at someone's house and, like, a toast. And then, you know, I think that's special. I think that's more, has more meaning than a whole big-ass party. And also feel like you don't need to, like, showcase this whole ceremony or like ritual to display your love for the person in a way I feel like that's more displaying or proving that you love that person not to your significant other but more to the people around you or sometimes also even yourself and that's why like the whole engagement process like if you're starting a family why not use that money towards a house or a car or some other like very important investments but not necessarily like this whole ritual that like we've always been accustomed to do so just to end on a note is marriage worth it i think it depends on who you ask based on what they want in life if you do end up one day finding the person that's the right fit for you that you feel like you two like 
if you two were like puzzle puzzle pieces and you just fit so perfectly and that's what you feel with that person if you're willing to commit for a lifetime and people age people do will get uglier as time goes on some people age like fine wine it's just I don't know, it's just something that some celebrities do, depending on what's in their water. But if you do find someone, there's going to be a chance that both of you are going to grow ugly together and go through the ups and downs and have fights and all that stuff. But if you two do really love each other, are you going to be able to make that full commitment for a lifetime? So, if you two are willing to make that commitment, not for the showcase of marriage, but for the unity of two lovers, I think marriage is worth it. And also, it just depends on who you're asking. In my opinion, my opinion may change in the future on how I, my perspective on marriage. Personally, I'm not looking for marriage at all. I... What my idea, what I've been, like, told or, like, when it, I've been asked, like, what do you plan on doing when you grow? Or, like, if you find, if I ever find somebody that we just fit together, like, puzzle pieces, who knows, maybe my perspective will change, my opinion will change. But I've always thought that I don't need to necessarily display or the, have this whole grand gesture of this so whole ceremony and with the paperwork involving the state and all that stuff. If someone truly loves me, they will show it with their behavior and their actions. And not... And their actions towards me, not the actions that they're doing to me to show the rest of the world. And... It's a whole just process of do you two truly love each other from the minute you met to you guys taking your last breath? And depending on that question, I think that's where you should know if marriage is worth worth it for you. And that's the episode for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys are having a wedding coming up soon, have fun. (laughs) I hope you guys have a good one and bye.